My name is Bob Oakley, and I'm your host today on the radio show. Uh, This uh, show is brought to us by Optimize My Life, um, and it's sponsored by them, and and it's it's also uh, sponsored by the Hope Collection. This is called the Hope Collection Radio Show, and we do this show uh, every day of the week. Um, Today's show is going to be uh, a tribute to the 9-11 families, those families that were uh, impacted by the uh, uh, by the 9-11 uh, attack on our country. And so uh, we're, we're doing a, a special tribute uh, for that. So my name is Bob Oakley, uh, and I'm your host today. And uh, we'll have some uh, guests coming on. To, to talk with us uh, regarding the show, and I've invited a couple of people, and we'll see uh, we'll see if they show up, and we'll and we'll uh, get their views on this. Um, I just want to uh, mention that the uh, the Hope Radio Show is um, broadcast uh, now. It's broadcast every day of the week. Um, we have different types of broadcasts, uh, and we have different hosts every day. Um, some host uh, uh, host the show more than once a week, uh, but most of us do it just once a week. Uh, I fill in wherever I have to, uh, whoever needs my help, and um, but but I am regularly scheduled for Thursdays um, for the show. Now, we this horrible attack on us um, on 9/11/2001. Uh, it's hard for me to to remember that that was uh, that was 22 years ago, and and I um, I lived in New Jersey at the time, and and I um, uh, we could we could see the, the the smoke impacts and 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 so forth from uh, from New Jersey, uh, but the major impact was on the families the families of the people that died. Not only the people that died, but also the people that were injured as a result of that, because there were many people injured also as a result of that. And and the the, the initial deaths uh, from the from the three locations, uh, that's the World Trade Center buildings and the uh, the Pentagon and uh, the one plane that was uh, purposely crashed in Pennsylvania, which was headed uh, towards the uh, towards the White House in, in Washington, D.C. But uh, due to some heroic uh, uh, passengers on that plane, um, they, they were able to, uh, to stop the, uh, the plane um, uh, from, uh, from hitting into the, into the they were uh, actually the, the, um, the terrorists, uh, when they found out that they were, they were gonna be stopped um, they uh, purposely crashed the plane into a field in Pennsylvania. So uh, uh, th- that just gives a little bit of the background on it. And as I said, um, all the people that died were not from America because there were many, many other uh, people from other nations uh, 
that were working in the World Trade Centers uh, when the when the crash and in the Pentagon, I think, also when that occurred, and possibly on the flight uh, uh, to Washington D.C. Um, but anyway, um, as I said, the impacts on the people, uh, the people from from um, from the initial deaths and from all the injuries that were uh, incurred um, uh, from first responders and, and, and other people who were trying to get out of the building. Um, and um, some had, had, had just gotten out, but they were also injured from when the buildings crashed down. And, and uh, so um, I, um, the, the st- statistic I heard recently was that uh, there were actually seven seven thousand more people died um, because of uh, as a direct result of that that attack on our country, um, and that was because of the um, um, all the toxic chemicals that were uh, 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 people were breathing in uh, as they were were vacating the building rapidly vacating the building or or they while they were in the building as they were heading down the stairways because the only way they could get out of those two buildings was by going down the stairways. And uh, it was a very slow process and it was dark inside the buildings because the electricity was, uh, was, uh, was off. And um, so an emergency lighting, I guess was, was on, but I don't, uh, apparently it wasn't quite adequate enough to, uh, to help the people to get down. Um, but anyway, um, and some of the first, first responders that had uh, had lighting were, were helping the people also, and 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 so um, it's just a very very tragic event. And and believe it or not, the um, the tragedy has lasted 20, 22 years uh, since it since it occurred, because the the families there were there were husbands that died that had children and a family and there were wives that died that had a family and, and had children. Uh, there were even some children that were killed uh, in the building because uh, uh, they had a nursery uh, in their, in the buildings. Um, and so um, it, it, it's hard to explain why uh, the feelings of people uh, as if they lost loved ones, um, they, for example, they left for work in the morning and, and um, they were never to see them again. Um, and and uh, it, it's just a, a, a very tragic event and it's, it's had lasting, lasting Im- impacts on our, on our country. Um, there are many, many organizations, uh, too many to name, that have, that have helped Helped the families over the years. Some of the uh, some of the families uh, were were um, uh, compensated uh, for the loss of their of their uh, individual, uh, and there was a whole uh, a whole organization set up to uh, just to uh, to track that and to uh, help people to get the, the compensation, the families to get the compensation that they uh, they deserved. Um, and it and and there were many 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 heroes in the in the uh, 
in that in, in the tragedies, uh, especially in the World Trade Centers, there were many, many, because there were many police officers that rushed in to help people, and there were many uh, EMS people that rushed in to help people, and there were uh, uh, even um, uh, military people that rushed in to help people, and and uh, guards in, in the uh, in the towers uh, to help people. And and so uh, it was, um, and 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 many of those died uh, because they and they probably knew that uh, they were that it was a big risk to go in there, but they did it anyway. And and uh, one of the one of them that I heard about recently was uh, a police officer. Uh, he had uh, he worked in the building I think at nights. And and he um, he got off of his tour um, before the crashes occurred, and and he left to go home, and then on his way home he heard about uh, one of the planes hit the towers, and he could have just kept traveling home, but instead he turned around, and and uh, came back and went into the building to see what he could do to help. Well, he didn't. He didn't live because of uh, because of that heroic um, um, uh, movement that he he made to come back. And uh, his brother was also a police officer, and he was trying to contact his his brother because he he uh, he would he had, he was going to be on the next tour in the in the in the building. And uh, but anyway, uh, his his brother didn't make it. And um, by the time he got to work, uh, the, uh, the the building, well, at least one of the buildings, had already collapsed, and so um, it was uh, a very very hard for him, I'm sure, uh, that he lost his brother that way. And it, and that that story can be told thousands of times on uh, different people, on on the impacts on them, and and uh, I just. Um, uh, I'm just uh, talking here about uh, my my uh, observations of the whole thing and and my uh, my views of it. I see I have a guest that's come on now, um, my dear friend Mary from uh, from Minnesota. Hi, Mary. How are you doing? Good. How about you? I'm I'm doing good. Uh, I'm 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 trying to uh, do a, a, a tribute to the 9/11 families. Uh, I've been talking about it, and uh, I know you've done a lot of work in that area, and you um, you also uh, have been uh, on the radio shows to uh, to give the tribute. And uh, if you if you want to go ahead and uh, and add on anything you want to anything you want to talk to about that about the impact on the families and so forth. Well, you know, it's kind of interesting. Um, Gavin's show on Monday, he talked about it. He was four when it happened. But his mom was a stewardess for one of the flights. Oh, wow. She called in sick. She wasn't feeling well and decided to call in sick that day. Wow. That's a very, 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 very personal impact uh, by, by on someone who's a friend of ours. And uh, I know in my church there were a number of people that that had uh, 
I had families that were impacted by the by that, and uh, they lost uh, loved ones in the in the uh, uh, in the impact on the on the buildings, and also on the Pentagon and the uh, and the Pennsylvania crash. Because many times when people talk about um, the 9/11, sometimes they 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 forget about the the, the Pennsylvania crash uh, because it was. Um, it was a forced crash by the by the terrorists, terrorists who, uh, when they found out that uh, some of the passengers on the plane were were going to try to stop the plane from crashing, uh, they went ahead and crashed it. And uh, so um, uh, it's uh, it's just so many so many things that we could talk about. But I, I think the most important thing is is the impact on the families that that uh, survived the uh, uh, survived the uh, uh, they actually survived, but they lost they lost family members in it. And, and uh, so anyway, I uh, I like 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 Gary, like uh, Gavin, you said lost. Uh, you said it was his mother, right? And, and she His was mom was a stewardess. Wow. I, I just can't imagine going going into work today for a normal day uh, uh, that you're going to do your work, and then uh, before you know it, it's uh, your life is over with. And and uh, and a family that, that uh, said goodbye to their family members going to work, and and. Uh, with no expectation that it was going to happen like that. And then it's a lifetime, it's a lifetime impact from the loss of anybody. Um, and I, uh, a, a very tragic loss because you didn't get a chance to say goodbye to them or even to say anything that you love them or anything like that. And it, it, it would have a, I can, I can, I can imagine because I didn't, I was, I didn't have that particular uh, experience where I lost any of my family members or any of my I did lose a couple of friends uh, but uh, it, 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 it was quite a trip and uh, so uh, my friend Larry has joined us also another veteran I know Mary's a veteran and, and Mary you, you also were one who uh, went there to help uh, um, with the with the rescue and cleanup of of, of the uh, of the site in New York City, uh, you want to talk about that at all? Um, I was part of the search and rescue or search and recovery. So I helped pull out some individuals, but you know, wow. for me. The coolest part was is seeing civilians, regular people who are just shopping, eating, doing whatever, watching them all yep. run and see how they can help. Yep. Yep. And then we had restaurants that were, you know, bringing food to make sure everybody, you know, bottled water. The people that I feel bad about are the ones that were on the tunnels and on the, like Ron, for instance, you know, 
I actually didn't even know this, but he was um, going into the tunnel. So as I'm going to the site, we actually passed him that day. But those people who watched it but couldn't, they were stuck and they couldn't do anything to help. Yep. The innocent bystanders. Yep. But the saddest part to me is is the the schools aren't teaching it at all. Very few schools actually do. Yep. I know. I know. That's one of the things that and we have to fight for. Right. And their excuse is, well, it's so traumatizing. We don't want to mess up our kids. And I go, well, you teach Pearl Harbor, don't you? It's no different than Pearl Harbor. Most of these kids were not alive. None of the kids in school were alive when it happened. And so to them, it's a a part of history. So there's no reason why, you know, they can't be teaching it the same way they teach Pearl Harbor. If you just state the facts like we do with Pearl Harbor, there's no reason why you can't teach it. You should literally be starting your school education based on 9-11 because that happened. Usually school starts on the day after Labor Day or around Labor Day for most schools. So you should start yep. your curriculum built on that. Yep. I agree. I agree completely. We have to work very hard, all of us, to, to turn that around and to change change uh, our history is so important it doesn't matter whether it's a, a war or what it is whatever it is our history is very important and it should be stressed in the education system and i agree with you it's not being and um, it, it needs to be changed um, i i I see I have another guest. My friend Larry is, uh, has uh, joined us. Hi, Larry. How are you doing, my friend? Very well, thank you. How about yourself? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm doing great, thank you. Um, do, you uh, do you have any comments you'd like to make regarding uh, the 9-11 and, and uh, the tribute that we're giving to the families? Uh, yeah, and that's, how- you know, that's a, that's a wonderful thing. I mean, uh for all the people that, that lost their lives that day. And, you know, I mean, it was unbelievable because, you know, I was, uh, <laughs> my, my children were very young at the time and, and, uh, I turned on the TV and I, and I, you know, and, you know, I saw the, I mean, I saw the fire and everything. And then I saw the second plane, you know, go into the, uh, going to the other tower. And I says, Oh my God, what's going on here? You know, I, I couldn't believe it at first. I, you know, what's going on? Yeah. 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 Initially, everybody was, thought it was uh, just a one plane accident that happened. Right. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, I remember that myself uh, watching it on TV um, and, and what, um, and then you heard about the crash in the Pentagon and then you heard about the crash out in Pennsylvania. Um, yeah. It, and um, on purpose, they were they were crashing planes. And uh, well, there was one one person that was instrumental in this whole thing, and I haven't mentioned his name yet, but his name was Osama bin Laden. This yeah. was his uh, this was his vision. 
was that that set this whole thing up. It was his vision that that uh, uh, convinced the jihadists that they were uh, they were doing it um, uh, to to be a jihad against the United States. And um, also the, the 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 guys that flew the planes. Uh, they were trained here in the United States on how to fly our airplanes, and and uh, some were. It was, I'm sorry, what? Some were. Oh, some, some were. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, some were and some weren't. Okay. And uh, it was. Uh, I. <laughs> I'm just having a hard time now thinking about uh, what it is that uh, I know that I was, I was talking a minute ago about the, the organizations. There were many different organizations that have uh, have, have uh, given compensation to the to the families and, and helped the families through through this whole uh, last 20, 22 years plus. Um, and and um they, they helped with the impact on on the families, and I. Uh, I'm, right now, I'm trying to think of some of the organizations, but there are many. I know many, many organizations that are still helping. As a matter of fact, and um, many of the um, uh, many of the people have gotten compensation, uh, which is which is no um, doesn't bring back your family member. But it does help somewhat in the in the financial area. Um, well, especially because you think about it, the people in the trade center didn't make minimum wage; only a few did. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. These were all professionals that made a really good living, and yeah. in a drop of a hat, in a matter of a day, that's gone. Well, some of these people yep. were single family incomes. Now they had to figure out, you know, where money was coming from to pay the bills. And rent out there is not cheap by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of these people are struggling to this day with health effects from being there. I know I have to go get tested every year. Yep. I know uh, when I lost my parents, and it's 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 not the same as this, but it, but the impact on an individual and a family um, is is um, is very severe, and it's very long lasting, and you never forget it. I for I don't forget it. Uh, I still remember every day. I remember my dad and my mom, and, and when and when we lost them. And I had an uncle who was um, um, <clears throat> who was in World War II, and he was a, a an airline, an Air, Air Force, I mean a, a military pilot. I don't know which branch he was in, but he was a military pilot, and his plane was shot down, and he was killed, and and that was a uh, my. Uh, my grandmother and grandfather, who that was their son, and they um, they had pictures of him hanging on the wall in their house um, until the day that they died. You know, so it was um, 
uh, it, it has an impact, a tremendous impact on on the individuals and the and the families. And and um, so, uh, I think that everybody should have been compensated. I don't know if everybody was compensated, but I think everyone should have been compensated um, uh, because they had no no. Um, they, they didn't cause it. <laughs> they would just happen to be uh, the victims in, in this. Go ahead, Mary. That's it. Um, you know, the thing is, uh, I lost my train of thought. I thought I, I, thought I was the only one that did that. <laughs> I do it all the time. Well, I can tell you one thing: the, uh, you know, uh, you know, I, I was in the service, um, and uh, I would go under what it was called Victor Alert duty, and that's mm-hmm. where, that's where you know the plane is uploaded with a nuclear bomb, and it's ready to go, seven days a week, and uh, you know, he, you know, I mean. You know, you go on Victor Alert duty. You know, you know, and we watch TV and stuff like that. But you know, if you know, if ever you know, it was you were called out. You know, like you know, you get nervous. You know what I mean? Thinking, uh oh, you know, like one time they said, you know, they'll start the engines, and I'm saying, uh oh, what's going on here? But it was just, you know, it was just a, you know, part of our, you know, to be ready to be prepared. They were getting prepared. Yeah. Right, and it's a little bit scary, you know, when 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 you know, you know, you got a plane uploaded with a nuclear bomb and it's ready to take off, like, and uh, well, one of, one of the bad things about it was, was it was, you know, the planes are like maybe, like, maybe a hundred yards from off off the runway, and the thing is, the planes would take off at. Uh, Five, six, and seven a.m. So you hear like, you know, as the planes, you know, taxiing up, and then when they take off, they hit afterburner, and it, you know, <laughs> and of course the the bit starts going up and down. You know what I mean? It gets get bounced around a little bit, but uh, yeah, that, that that was probably the worst thing about being on Victor Alert duty because you get you get woken up at five, six, and seven a.m. But other than that, it was yep. you know. And yeah, and, yep. and the pilots. Yeah, I mean, they're, the pilots slept in one barracks, and 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 the crew chiefs we slept in the other barracks. But uh, you know, we get, you know, we 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 party during the day. You know, I mean, you know, and you know, because we you know we were all friendly with you know with the officers and stuff like that. But yep. I was a little bit nervous, you know, thinking about you know <laughs> what's going on here. You know what I mean? We were always ready, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Yep. And the, um, um, I know that uh, there, there, there's been a lot of talk about uh, whether we knew that this was going to happen. Well, I think that um, uh, what it finally comes down to, the final analysis, is that um, there were a lot of uh, the, the uh, intelligence agencies had a lot of information about uh, that um, 
something was being planned, um, and and they they didn't have enough information about whether it was uh, uh, actually what was going to happen. Was it gonna, was it going to be bombing or was it going to be uh, you know like we we already had a couple of attacks um, on uh, on buildings and so forth uh, in Oklahoma and in New York City. Uh, and other places to where um, uh, they used they used vehicles loaded with bombs to uh, to uh, blow up to blow up buildings and uh, so um, as far as the as far as the intelligence agencies are uh, unless they get the intercept a, a very specific uh, communication uh, that says well we're going to do it at nine o'clock on Monday and it's going to be uh, Four airplanes uh, piloted by our own our own uh, uh, terrorist people, but there was nothing like that published, and and uh, so you can't hardly blame the intelligence agencies for not not uh, notifying the government sooner, uh, because they didn't have enough they didn't have enough information to do that. Well, I want to tell you something. My uh, when I met my wife. She was living in, uh, I'm trying to think of the name of the town. Uh, it's uh, a small town in, uh, oh, I forget the name of the town, but it's it's a small town in New Jersey. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's not that far from the, from the World Trade Center. Well, what no. happened was there was these um, people. I mean, I met the people. I, I, met, I met the guy. He seemed like a real nice guy. You know, he was friendly and everything. Well, he was one of the guys that that uh, planted the bomb in the in the World Trade Center. You know, under, you know this is before 9/11. And, wow. You know, he, he, and 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 the, and and the bomb went off, and and the next thing you know, uh, my wife was you know upstairs, and all of a sudden, all these you know police and 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 FBI and all these other people come into the house, and and this guy was I, I met the guy, you know, he spoke perfectly fine English, and, and he seemed like a nice guy and everything, but and they they, they arrested him and hauled him off, and then wow. and he was he, he I guess he was convicted of it. I mean, and he, he's in, he's been put in jail. I guess he's going to be in jail for the rest of his life. But I mean, I, I, I was yeah. I was dumbfounded, you know, when I, you know when. You know, when I found out about it, I said, I mean, I can't believe this. Yeah. You know, yeah. You never yep. know. That's right. You never know. Just like all the people that died, they never knew uh, that, no. that that was their last day to go to work or our last day to, to travel or whatever they were doing. Um, and, and, uh, that's why we, that's why we always have to be prepared we have to be prepared to die. That's written in the good book. Uh, uh, <laughs> keep the life in order and and, and be ready. Yep. And and I um, I just um, I think that's very important. And I and my heart goes out to all the people have, that have suffered for years uh, because of this tragic. Um, um, the thing that Osama bin Laden started, um, and I, uh, I, I know you're not supposed to. Uh, we're not supposed to uh, 
take revenge uh, for things that happened. But I, I, I'm just happy that uh, he was he was finally found and he was he was shot because he he had a gun and he was start, trying to trying to fire back and uh, he he uh, so uh, I'm, I'm I'm glad that that was that was ended uh, at least that. That maybe brought a little bit of, of relief to some people that at least the perpetrator was uh, was uh, was finally killed, uh, and then he will have to face uh, the good Lord. Um, and I, there's no doubt in my mind where he's going. But you know, I'm not I'm not the judge, but um, I, I I just feel that. Um, um, It's 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 a um, you know it saddens me even to this day in my heart and in in my mind um, to think about this and to think about why it happened and to think about um, uh, why it was uh, why it was why why uh, this was allowed to happen and I guess it was uh, it was a test it was another test that, uh, for us for us to um, to wake up. It was a wake up call uh, that we needed to, to do uh, to do some things. And there were some laws passed because of it. The Patriot Act was, was passed and, and some other acts were passed by Congress to, uh, to try to uh, be able to catch these kind of things before they happen. And uh, so um, it's, and, and some, and some of those have, have helped, but some of them, have taken away some of our liberties and some of our freedoms also. Uh, so uh, that's been an impact on people. Um, and so uh, I, uh, Mary, you got anything else you want to add while we're, uh... you know, the thing is, is, the biggest thing is is that everybody is human. Yep, that's right. And we're very fragile too. And so well that you know, like we you know, we talk about all the failures, you know, the the people that were running the um, radars and checking out and, you know, we have procedures in place. We have all these things set up, but, you know, in the end, humans make decisions, humans panic. We never thought, you know, this would ever happen again. Yep. And people need to, especially the people involved, need to learn to forgive themselves for actions that were taken or were not taken for the events that day. You know, you did the best you could with the information you had available to you. Right. Yep, right. Yeah, and actually when... You know, after the first plane hit, you know, some people just thought that, you know, that it was an accident or something. You know what I mean? But then when the second plane hit, then, then, then right away they knew something was wrong. And like, like I say, I have to give, uh, you know, a lot of credit to the uh, P-51 
people that in the plane that crashed in Pennsylvania because they they caused the plane to crash. But but you know right. I I think it was headed for the Pentagon. I don't know where it was headed for. I think it was headed for the Pentagon. But 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 I mean, think of the people that you know. Hey, they sacrificed their lives because they they knew that they had to to crash the plane because you know it, it was headed. I think it was probably headed for uh, the Pentagon. For the White House. Well, the rumor has it that it was headed for the Capitol building. Well, wherever yep. it was headed for, let's put it this way: the, the the brave souls that you know that 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 caused the plane to crash. I mean, they I mean they lost their lives, but but they saved. How, how many lives did they save? You know what I mean? I mean that's yep yep. I mean that, yep. that, that was that's the that's that's the ultimate sacrifice. You know I mean what, what more could you do? You know, I mean, I yep. I really feel sorry for. The, I mean, I, I feel so sorry for the, you know, for the people that died on that plane. But you know, it, if it wasn't done, there would there would have been much more damage. So, you know, yep. it's, it's something. You know, I mean, to give your life, you know, for somebody, it's, you know, that, that's the that that's the ultimate sacrifice. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Well, you know what blows my mind through all of this and all the planes that went down and everything that happened, there were very few, if any, kids that were actually physically injured or killed from the event. Yeah. Well, you know, most of most of the time, I don't think you know people travel with you know with, with young children. You know, I mean, most of the time it's mostly adults. But but I mean. It's. I mean, it, it can happen. You know what I mean. But it, at least, you know, uh, the people that did die. I mean, they were. They were adults, and uh, I mean, but I mean, God rest their souls. But you know, it's something that. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it was nothing. There wasn't their faults. It was, you know, I mean, it, it was a terrorist attack, and there's nothing, you know. I mean, I mean, let's put it this way. Now, if we, you're not going to get on a plane nowadays without without being, uh, you know, completely checked out. You know what I mean? Which, you know, which which I think is a, you know it's a good thing that came out of it. But but it's definitely uh, uh, something that never should have happened, but it did. You know, and and uh, ultimately, the um, uh, you can't stop something like that. Um, you know, we can we can do all kinds of restrictions and do all kinds of research and have all kinds of people assigned to uh, making sure that uh, they're tracking the information from these uh, any suspected terrorist organizations, but ultimately. Um, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen, and and we we just we just have to be aware of that, and we have to be continually aware that um, we have to we have to make sure that we can do make our best effort to to try to 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 get as much information as we can from these from these organizations, and and uh, keep an eye on them and keep a uh, keep an ear open to to uh, listening to to what their conversations are, and and uh, and and just uh, just try try to be as prepared as possible uh, for the next attack because I firmly believe there's going to be more of it, 
You know, I firmly believe that. It may not be in my lifetime, but I believe the United States is going to be attacked. Um, and um, it may not be who we think, but it might be China or it might be Russia or it might be Iran or whoever it is. Uh, we are we are going to be attacked again. I, I firmly believe that. Uh, well, I can, I can tell you one thing. What what our uh, <clears throat> what's happening in our country right now with that uh, you know that, that that balloon that they shot down. I mean, yeah. uh, that, that 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 should have been shut down way before. Should have been shut down. <laughs> In Alaska, I mean, as soon as they saw that, they should have shot it down. Then it, it flew yeah. over the whole United States. I mean, come on. And, and, and he, I mean, I don't know what Biden's up to, but he, I, I think he's the worst president we've ever had. I mean, I'm sorry. I don't even think Biden knows what he's up to. No. <laughs> You're right. You're right. <laughs> You're right about that. I mean, I, I mean, honestly, off. the man should be, you know, but retired there's, there's and no, you know what else he's done? His handler should be charged. He's he's he sold uh, property to to the Japanese to the Japanese to the to the Chinese around Air Force bases and stuff. I mean, wh- why would you do something like that? Yeah, I thought I there was a law against that. There is. I, I thought there was a law too, but from from what I understand, he's he's so. There's, people tell me that that you know, uh, all these uh, air defense uh, positions, he's he sold land to China. Around around yep. these bases and stuff. Now, Larry, how, how in the heck could you do that? Larry, good sense. afternoon. Yeah, go ahead, guys. I'm gonna, guys. I'm gonna interrupt you for a second. I, uh, my, our yeah. dear friend and our leader, uh, Ron Clayton, has come on, uh, and I know Ronnie will probably have some things to say about 9/11. Ronnie, how you doing today, my friend? Well, thank you, Robert. And I'm sorry I'm coming in the middle of your show, and there's a topic being discussed. And as I just heard a few thoughts, I want to help uh, open the eyes and ears to some folks to realize that we have a compromised president of the United States. I'm making an accusation. Uh, he is totally compromised, and he will sell out us everything. He's allowing the Chinese to do what he's doing. He's allowing the balloons to fly over us. He's allowing right. everybody to go. So you just got to know that. Yep. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know normally it. make an opinion like that, but I can't help. People don't see the elephant in the room. When you're compromised... You can be bought out, and that's what's happened there. And so that's what's sad because that's how we have a we got to protect ourselves from 9/11 happening again. And uh, we just spent this whole week honoring those people who have sacrificed everything. They give it all right. to be able to yep. go back in there. Um, our leader in our technical, and she's a board member. Uh, she's a, a genius when it comes to technical. Uh, things like uh, our, our call, blog radio, and other communications we have. Mary Stanley, she was in the service, and she was there. She was there the same yep. day as the plane, the building's down. And our heart goes out to her because, you know, that's a real hard thing to deal with. And she's still dealing with it. And we want to remember her in our prayers. 
because we need to live our lift our sister up and give her the grace and the help and support because she has to live every day with knowing and this reminder this week obviously is a tough week and uh some of us who also I know she was there I was there too I watched second plane go through the building I have real hot feelings sometimes about it because you can't go through a tragedy like that and not be affected. And so we got to remember that. And, you know, kids today, they happened 22 years ago. Do you know yep. most of the teenagers and kids in college right now never never saw that? They didn't experience it. We did. So they don't know about it. They can live their life never having the trauma that we've had. And so we need to help them not to remember because we want them to have trauma. We want them to remember and honor, inspect, and be vigilant and protect those people that help us the greatest. That's our military, our policemen, and our firemen. Yep. yep. You know, Ronnie, Ronnie uh, Mary was talking earlier about uh, in the schools, they're not even teaching about 9-11, and they should be teaching. And uh, we just all have to, we all have to fight hard. To get uh, to get those situations in the school system changed, what are what are talking about and teaching our our history of our country. 9/11 is, well, a history, is, a piece, is a piece of history in this country, a very important piece, and we should be talking about it to our to our school children. Well, certainly, and Bob, the reason is is because if you don't teach it, and there's so much other stuff, there's so much. Static and all the things going on in the world distracting, causing us to have concerns that aren't priority. That we let those things go by. And Larry, you asked how we lose, how we let the enemy, and they are the enemy, buy up our property, buy up our companies, and compromise us. It's because we've been distracted. And so it's really important. I know you got the heart. I know you're a fire, you're a freedom fighter. I know that. As is many of the people on the call, call today, you pray and you believe and you work and you stand up when it needs to be stood up. You do that, and we encourage yep. everybody to do the same. Yep, I agree. I didn't mean to come in and distract you guys, uh, but I no. Um, no, 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 no. You're you're doing you're talking about what we want to talk about. It's it, it's right exactly. it's right in with what what, what we were talking about. So um, I, I agree 100%. And I, um, um, I support I support it. Um, you know, Ronnie, you and I have been friends for many years. And um, we have worked on a, a, a lot of different projects over the years. And I, um, <laughs> I just want to, whoever's listening to, to uh, I want to mention a little something. Um, Ron and I are, 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 are in business again together um, through the travel business. And uh, as of sat last Saturday, um, I joined uh, joined his organization, and we're uh, we're working together in that in that effort. And, and uh, I, I'm just thankful that the the good Lord has uh, has positioned me as a as having a friendship with you and having a uh, being a business associate with you, uh, Ronnie. Thank you so much for that, and uh, thank God well, for that. And and uh, well, we can thank Joel Griffin for it all, because right. Joel was the one who brought us 
introduce us. And, you know, I'm going to show you, and I'm going to point out another common thread. Um, through all our friendships and relationships, one of our strongest ones, of course, today is the Golden Rule Society with Captain Len Kane. And right, Captain, yeah. Captain Len Kane used to be on a show called uh, Make It a Better World with Burl Walk. And Burl Walk was a gentleman who was a, he and his father were, they're what you call gazillionaire gazillionaires. And um, they invented the info commercial. And they were the first company to sell a million dollars through an info TV commercial. Um, and that was done through Black Talk Radio. No, through uh, the TV stations just that they were out there. And uh, the first customer was Suzanne Summers. And she she brought to the marketplace the Thymaster, which we all joke about all the time and laugh about. But that did a million dollars, first million dollars ever documented to be done through TV commercial. Well, it was a um, it was an invention of Bro Wolf, the info commercials. He also he and his father started the um, Parade magazine that's in every Sunday paper around the country, 313 cities. Uh, you ever heard of yep. TV Guide? TV guys, yep. everybody used to have that because yep. he always wanted to use it. Yep. Speaking of Len Kane, he's, I got to stop. Len Kane just was, uh, sent me something right as we're speaking right now. So Len Kane used to be on that show, and so yep. was Rick Reese. And Rick Reese yep. and Joel Griffin, and the three of them were getting together, and they were talking about what we're basically what we're talking about today, being proud Americans, yep. proud uh Patriots, and you are, and I want you to know, Larry, Bob, uh, I know there's some other folks here on the call that, I, that I'm not sure who they are, but they're Patriots. I think there's somebody else from Buffalo, and my guess is if I recognize the phone number, that person is a Patriot also. And there are people that, number one, love God. Number two, work to serve his kingdom and help make it a better place. And with that in mind and that at heart, What's happening is our people are coming to know that there's a way and uh, it still exists. The, the heartbeat of America still exists. And we have to, you're right, stand up strong. We have to build each other up. We have to continue to find ways. And I'm serious about not talk, just talking about stuff. You know, right now the whole collection is involved. We just finished... You know, it was a few months ago, but it took years to put together for that event on, 9, on Memorial Day at the Buffalo Naval Park. We succeeded. That was a major, major, the, the pieces that went together to make and the people that contributed to make that happen. By the way, yep. when, I had, when we did the interview uh, with um, Russ Salvatore on uh, 9-11 at lunchtime, um, Russ Salvatore, the owner of the uh, Russell Stakes Moor, which is where the Heroes, Heroes and Patriots Park sits on Transit Road in Lancaster, New York. That's Buffalo. And uh, he has invited us to come back. In fact, the invitation went so far as he'd like us to make our theme next year instead of being at the Naval Park, be it at the Heroes and um, Patriots Park. And he's invited us to come back. In fact, he gave a personal invitation to Mary. I don't know about us guys, but he, may, he did make an invitation to you, Mary. I know you're on the phone. <laughs> That's a riot. <laughs> hey, what can I say? 
<laughs> membership you, privileges, <laughs> and you, you know, you can say what you want, but he, he did enjoy, and he met you when you, you met him when you were there. You saw the Heroes Park. You saw how phenomenal a tribute to all those, whether they were an EMT, a fireman, a policeman, someone who was involved in rescue or prevention, our military. Russ put this park up because he never wants anybody to forget. And uh, he is he's such a great man. When he sat in front of me talking, and I've known him, I've known him for 30 or 40 years myself. Um, when I used to go, and well, we still know, we went last year, um, our anniversary, we go to his restaurant, and he provides, he used to make dinner for us right tableside. He'd make the, our dinner right at our side of our table, and uh, it was incredible. And um, there's the restaurant is it's more than a five star restaurant. It's incredible, and um, he built Can I this jump whole in on that restaurant? Can I be heard sure. about how incredible that restaurant is? You go right ahead. Well, morning, thanks. Jim. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but time is truly slipping away, and I'm just over here just giggling. I want to shout out Mary for her consistency. I want to shout out uh, Mr. Bob Oakley for his for him sounding like he's about 30. <laughs> for that strength and endurance that he's that he's sharing and showing us that he's had. And to the gentleman who I'm um, speaking um his his story and and his calmness and expressing um his innerness about this 9/11 was just so well for me. Um, I appreciate it, and thank you for sharing. And just about everything you said, I agree with you. <laughs> and, and to Ron, of course, we all like to thank you for just, you know, you're just that courageous person that that, that definitely in the business of, of uh, lifting up his, his fellow man, his brother, his sisters, and just the human community. I love you for that. And I did have a question for the panel. Um, as um, Oakley, Mr. Oakley was saying, my friend Bob, I love you, um, you know, they're not teaching the children in school. Um, that didn't matter to me yesterday. Not yesterday, but, you know, further down. It didn't, it didn't matter. It wasn't something I pondered on. Um, if I was reminded of it, it's because it was brought up. But I have a different feel and vibe today as I go through my path and want to carry this with me so that, you know, we can keep that spark going for, from where I stand. You know, my granddaughter was just so happy listening. They go Monday. And she says to my daughter, she says, Mom and me, she says, well, what is 9-11? And we felt some kind of way. And then I felt some kind of way. But the question to the panel is, what do I tell her or what what are you going to tell children, or what do you tell children, Mary? But I'm, like, I really want to, you know, from what angle do we come to them? What do we want them to, to know? What do we want them to carry with them? Do we want them to help us in furthering this? Is there hey. a reason? Like, what is that reason? Could y'all share that with me, anyone or all of you? would be great before we get off our Queen. Queen. Thank you so much. Yes. Ron has a really good book that he can share with you that was written. I'm drawing a blank on his name. Ron, you know what I'm talking about. That actually breaks down and explains 9-11 in a kid's format. So it's easy for them to understand and won't. Oh, you're talking about, yes. 
Actually, it's a little booklet. It's not even a book. It's something that you and I and even a child can understand. And it's not political. It's not, you know, it just clarifies what happened and how what the results and the people. And that's available. Um, I don't know where I put it. It's in my briefcase right now. So and see, see for the... Um my my what nine eleven did for some of us. I was on my way to Rochester from Buffalo. We stopped to get something to eat, I think, or use the bathroom or at the gas station on the you know, on the highway. And everybody was standing up looking at the T V. And we thought, well, Mary, can you on? give us a little more time? Mary, can you add a little oh, more time? I did, Bob. Oh, thank you. Yeah, thank you. And and and, and there was a sec we seen that the the um the uh, vision of the first plane, and we, I'm, I'm in all, um, that memory for people like me as well, like the born military too, just born to do for my country. I just, the feeling that it gave me, I just couldn't, like I didn't, I said I'd never relive that again. That was selfish of me. And then I wouldn't call myself selfish, I just didn't, the lack of knowledge of what really, really did I just experience. And while we're standing there, I'm standing there with my uh, fiance at the time, who was in the Air Force for six years, who had 36 crew members, who who was the maintenance of planes. He had 33,000 planes that he kept, and he said he only lost one in six years. So to stand there with him and feel his heart beat like it was beating, and to see that second plane in real life hit that building like we yep. all needed therapy we all needed to be talked to and get some understanding and i'm glad for this platform because you know i think that it's a way that's coming to allow people like the gentleman who just spoke you know to bring your stories some we really want it and some of us want to hear them and some of us will carry these stories so thank you i didn't mean to go over time i love you guys and you know i'd like to listen to you guys um, um, on that. And the traveling business is wonderful. And the little girl that said that I didn't understand 9-11, she's a member as well. She has her own traveling business, too. So this is a great thing. Thank you so much for that music. You're welcome. Well, guys, I was saying what uh, the Hope Collection is doing. Um, we have one project that's a development project that is, we've been working on it, I would say, now, for a year and it's on and off and it's there's a we can do development in areas uh suppressed or depressed areas we actually have the tools and a company that we can help and go in and if the uh the powers that be the the the, the you know the, the local representatives for the community in that area and the local uh powers and the organizations that are in an area we can actually propose and them to have do revitalization and bring new things to the community. This this new place I'm talking about, anybody who's in the Buffalo area knows and heard of the Clinton Bailey Farmers Market. And we're in the process and, and I can't give a lot of details out because we're in the planning stage. But we're gonna have the ability to completely revitalize it. It's it's old and it's been you know, a family you know, I think of a farmers market, you think a bunch of people pulling up out of the back of their truck or pickup or their car, selling goods, uh, fresh fruit and vegetables and whatever else they want to sell. Well, they can do that. But the the, the, the needs revitalization, needs repaved, reprogrammed, new awning programs, and we're going to be able to bring into them the ability to raise uh, 
shrimp and tilapia food. We have two segments, electives, so we can put in the operation there so they can be providing fresh, made, fresh food, all done right in sight on this program, and it'd be an asset to the farmer's market and the community. We're also talking about putting in a um, a medical center that, that people, again, in the community could utilize, make it available. We want to continue to uh, offer to people the way to improve, plus we can improve the the, um, the actual site and update it. We also put in EV towers so that not just cars. Do you know it takes a truck over four or five hours to recharge? I'm talking about a diesel truck, you know, please. And there are going to be more of them. We can't help it, guys. They force us down our throat. They're going to need, but there are no there are no public uh, charging stations in Buffalo, and this one's right at the end of the thruway, 190. It's right there down the uh, right down the street. So we're in the process of building that. That's a project going on. So it's going to take members of our local staff and the Chris, the um, Hope Board to be able to work this home, put this together with Chuck Volmer and Jobonomics. We have another. We have different projects that have been proposed. Mary Stanley has taken our blog, this radio show that we operate on. We now are on multiple platforms, so we broadcast. We're being heard from all over the world besides the United States today. And I'm so excited about that. I'm so proud because she works, I don't know, I think she, she, I think she sleeps in her, she's at uh, like, um, you ever seen one of those pictures where they've got the 9-11 center and they got all the computers in front of them? And they're watching all the different areas and all the cameras from all over the city and everything. Well, Mary's got that in front of her. And she runs that over She lives from that spot. And then she's running, <laughs> raising two wonderful special children. Um, she's got a husband that's, that's uh, in construction today but wants to get out of it. So he's, they're doing some things together in their personal life and partnership to expand their economic base and life. And so they're doing things too, but these are all ongoing. And there's an idea, I'm gonna, Mary, I'm gonna spoil your idea right now. Stop spoiling it. We just started. You just started it this morning. Listen to this, guys. I'm talking to all the people that are on the on the board, the whole board are listening to us live on the blog radio show. Um, we have the opportunity. You ever notice how many children there are? So many children that are foster children. And what, well, how much do what do those children have? What kind of possessions do they have? The clothes on their back, and maybe a few other things. Well, you know what? They normally they they're going from home to home. At one point, they actually have to leave. They reach an age where they have to leave. What do they got? Well, Mary came up with the idea. What if the Hope Collection coordinated with some local foster foster placement agencies around the country? I'm not just talking about Buffalo. I'm talking about anywhere. But then we turn around and we organize. We get this organized. And by the way, if you if you like this idea, you want to know more, let's talk about it. And Mary will talk about it. We'll talk to Mary. And we'll see how we can arrange to make it happen. How about we provide people an opportunity for people? You know, at Christmas we have the uh, winter coats donations. They put barrels out and they collect coats for kids. Well, how about we have suitcases or uh backpacks for kids and set that up so that people can donate usable good condition or their luggage or these backpacks to provide to the kids and provide to the 
foster organizations that are so each child when they get adopted or they get taken into a foster home they leave with a a bag and leave and come with something they can put their possessions they got something of their own besides clothes on their back that mary that has stirred my heart i just think that would be the great great kind of program we've got to go investigate how we can you know develop it and market it but that's doing something that's making a difference that's not just talking about stuff that's that is what i love about every single individual that's on this phone has an idea that they're working on for the lifetime to make it a better world. I am so grateful to be affiliated with every one of you. Bob, and Ronnie, to you. Ronnie, I, uh, yes. I just wanted to mention uh, that on, on uh, the next two shows that I'm doing on uh, Thursday next week and then the following Thursday, I'm going to be covering an, an area that's very important to all of the families in this country and all the individuals and all the businesses. It's called digital currency. And um, it's going to be implemented by our government, and they're implementing it without even asking us. They're not even asking us to vote on it. They're not even asking Congress to pass a a law about it. They're going to implement it. So I'm I'm going to be talking about that in the next two two weeks. Uh, On Monday, I'm I'm going to talk a little bit to the board about what I'm going to cover. And uh, just to make sure that uh, there's no uh, issues from the board that I would be covering this. So uh, anyway, um, it's um, it's just something that's very important to each one of us. And it's going to have major impacts on each one of us. And it's going to have a lot more impact on the poor people in this country. And and so I, uh, I, I think it's important that we, we talk about it and uh, we make sure that we, we agree with it before it's implemented. So... Uh, Anyway, um, that's that's all I'm going to say about that right now. Just uh, anybody that's listening that wants to find out about it, come on come on next Thursday on at noon on at Eastern Time, and uh, and and you can uh, you can hear about it or you can you can uh, make some comments about it if you want to on the show. Um, and I will be happy to to listen and ha- have anybody help me with that because uh, I'm certainly not an expert in it, but I but I've been doing a lot of research on it, so I I, I may have some information that will help people. So well, Bob, Bob, I thank you for bringing it up. Um, you know, we've you've been talking, you've been talking to me about it, and we we you know we made the plans to be able to have the board introduced to what you know about it, and then going to express it to our listeners. But I know that, you know, in your career, you were executive vice president of AT&T, one of the largest corporations in the world. You've been involved in finances in all all different realms, both in the commercial world and in the private world. So you do come to the, the table with an expertise or with a background. And so it's not that you're just shooting from the hip with some opinions. You've studied this and you have some very distinct things that I think people should hear. I agree with you. People need to know what's happening and what because they gotta prepare. You know, we are all preparing not just for this world, but our our generation, but the next generation, our kids. So thank you. I'd like to thank you again for allowing me on your show today, Bob. And you have a great day. Thank you, Ronnie. Uh, thank Ronnie, you, Mary. before you go I have before you all go, I got one more announcement. Okay, so well. coming in the coming weeks, we're going to start next week. It's optional. 
but I am putting together the program so that we will not only have the live on blog talk, but we will start slowly incorporating video formats so that we will be live on all of our social media channels as well. That means we all got to be dressed when we're in front of the camera on our computers. <laughs> That's an important Or at least make sure the camera's the neck up. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's true. Well, thank you, Mary. Thank, thank you very much. Well, everybody, have a great day, and we'll be talking to you, or you'll be talking to us either way. Have a great one. Thank you, Larry, and all everybody else. And Kim, that you're on the show today, thank you so much. We're glad to hear from you. Thank you. you thank you. you yeah, we love you too. Thank you. Uh, thank you, my friend Larry, for coming on and uh, giving us some of your uh, views on uh, 9-11. We appreciate it. All of you guys, you have a great day and God bless. And tomorrow is Lieutenant Len Kane Day, and uh, we'll have a great show. We'll look forward to anybody that may be coming back. Bye now. <laughs>